yo, what's up, everybody? <laughs> this is Mario from the Barberview TV podcast. We are live. We're actually so live right now. My man Juan is in a car, and I'm at the LAX airport ready to hop on a flight. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we do it. <laughs> so we are not. <laughs> it's crazy. So we're now live on Amazon Fire TV, Roku, Apple TV, YouTube. If you have an Apple phone, we got an app for that. If you have an Android, we have an app for that. If you have a flip phone, we don't have an app for that. You better go ahead and upgrade your situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so we are 32 countries deep dialed into the barber culture all over the world follow us on all the social media platforms and make sure to hit that subscribe button and follow us wherever you can and once again thank you guys all for all of the love and the support today's podcast is sponsored by the arizona the az barber expo it's coming to you live and direct sunday september 11th at the renaissance hotel in the westgate area that's in glendale arizona hosted by bootleg kev with special guest jay majors you guys know who he is he's like the og of the game when it comes to these barber expos tickets are still available at eventbrite.com you do not want to miss this show education barber battles venues the whole nine also if you hear that i'm not being uh stopped by police i'm just in the airport so i do apologize if you hear that uh they're going to be playing the the cart the arizona cardinals will be playing the um the kansas city chiefs and they'll be having the game also at the event so that way for those fans you're not going to miss it they're going to have an awesome situation set up right there so today i'm joined in miami miami florida a place that i can never go to unless i have like supervision or someone escorting me there <laughs> um a, a dope person um definitely changing he's changing lives in his game in, in a barber game using his skill set to really just change and inspire people he's so committed to the cause his instagram handle is life-changing cuts live and direct from miami juan martinez what's up brother how you doing how's it going yo that's uh greatly appreciate you for having me um yeah I'm, uh, i uh i'm here in miami florida where people vacation and leave on probation <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah. i love it but, yeah brother th thanks so but, much uh, for joining us today uh so just tell us a little bit about yourself because you know i know like a lot of people who know around you know about you those who are following you know about you but let's let the whole world know what you're doing and and what that looks like so first tell us what got you involved in barbering bro wow um apparently uh my uncle was uh was a hairstylist uh, i'm Colombian sicilian from new jersey um i have been uh, in the barber game nine years going on 10 i am a, a licensed master barber um i also do the scalp micro pigmentation as well um I have my tattoo license for that. Um, you know, uh, growing up and stuff, I was always in the barbershop every week. Uh, one week they had a haircut, the next week for a tape. And then I started using the straight razor. My uncle's straight razor who passed away. Um, he uh, left it and I started using it. And I've been using that since I was 17. And everywhere I went to go, I always used my beard and I was always well-groomed. And everyone was like, hey, where you get your beard done? I was like, no, I did it myself. So uh, long story short, I had gotten in some trouble when, uh, back in uh, 2012, uh, 2012 and uh, I moved down to Miami and uh, I, I decided to become a barber and I made it happen and um, I noticed that one out of like three out of every 50 barbers that went to school actually make it and you know uh, I've been out here on the grind and um, you know there's a lot of trials and tribulations that come with it and you know what there's a lot of blessings that come with it as well 
So and this is something that I was working. I was actually working at IHOP making $10 an hour and they were screaming at me to make them $2,500 in one hour. And I was like, man, you know what? I can't do this no more. I can't do this no more. So you got the wrong one. First of all, you ain't going to be yelling at me. <laughs> but, but, uh, but you know, then it's just something clicking. And I see, you know what? You know, as a bar in the barber platform, but you can really change people's lives just with a haircut. It's not all about the haircut. It's also about the conversation. It's about everything that's entitled with that. You know, our platforms, we touch so many lives and touch so many people, man. You know, a haircut is also a statement on where, you know, um, you, you, you're taking care of yourself and it's also taking care of your mental game, too. You know, so that's something For that, sure. you know, I can't stress enough. You know, mental health you know, is definitely one of the things that, you know, that us as barbers can actually help other people out. You never know what they're going through in that day, you know. That's dope. So, so it, it, it's funny, man, because like a lot of people, and thanks so much for, for sharing that story. Um, once again, here we're live with Juan Martinez, aka Life Changing Cuts, based out of Miami, Florida. Um, in regards to once again, um, those successful barbers that I always see and hear about, um, barbering always ends up being like their second career that they found, that they find and they just love. But it's, it was always in the background, like you said, with the uncle. Tell us um, how how has barbering impacted your life? Wow, uh, I'm a. Wow, I just got goosebumps. You asking me about it? Um, you know, uh, when I like I when I was uh, in IHOP, um, being a, a line cook, you know, I was thinking I had two sons already. I, they didn't live with me at the moment, but uh, circumstances changed. Uh, that I have full custody of both of my sons, and I have three other, have five kids in total now. They're not only to be able to provide, you know, there's also. You know, uh, it's an underrated uh, skill and an underrated uh, profession that people don't don't really know about, but they also respect at the same time. You know, so I was always wondering how I can be impactful to anybody and also still make some good money, and you know, and and something that I have a sense of pride in. You know, it was either it was streets, it was either go to the streets or uh, go to jail with me. Um, I didn't have uh, uh, any role models or anybody to to guide me. Or at least I thought I did it. You know, I was a, uh, I was in jail from 12 to 18. Um, I never been to high school. Never seen anybody. And then when I came out, you know, I was pretty much thrown in the thrown in the trenches inside the mud, and I had to dig myself out. So I know that barbering, you know, um, was able to save my life, man. You know, it, 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 and I have been able to touch so many people. I just I just came back from my rehab right now to cut hair for free for people who've been off, of, who just came off the streets. And that's something that, to me, to be, that's the service that I can give back without expecting nothing in return. Just that these people do so much more for me than they'll ever believe. So that's dope, man. Once again, hey guys, I'm joined yeah. with Juan Martinez here. Uh, you can find him at, at Life Changing Cuts. He's down there in Miami. So that's interesting, bro, because like, um, you seem very humble and you're filled with humility and you're very empathetic to what people go through. It seems like a lot of the barbers to this day, they're worrying about getting a quick buck. They don't care about their foundation. You just said today that's yeah. something that no one will ever admit. Yo, I worked at IHOP making $10 an hour. No one will ever say that. They would never well, say that because humble. it doesn't sound cool. It does, exactly. It doesn't sound sexy. It, it, it doesn't give me more IG followers, but that's why you're you know, in a position that you're right now because go ahead oh i'm sorry that, none so of that those, means nothing to me are, when it comes down to that <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're like right? as, in, I mean, as 
Go ahead. I'm, I'm a more of a behind-the-scenes type of guy. Yeah, everyone wants to cut all the rappers. I'd rather get the producers. <laughs> you feel <laughs> me? So it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. You can take all the fame. You can take so, all the fame. So I don't need that. Exactly. So, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, about uh, and you, you have a shop down in Miami, or what's your situation down there? Well, you know what? Um, so, like I said, I used to go to rehabs and stuff, you know, and I, I know a lot of barbers also deal with it. So, you know, yeah, I got addicted to drugs and alcohol, and uh, I was able to change my life. And I, I'm actually uh, 17 months sober, you know, without anything. And, uh, you know, I see that all the blessings that have come back behind it, you know. And uh, as far as owning a shop, you know, I, I do rent. Uh, to rent a roof at a shop, you know, and um, just rebuilding my life, you know, taking different stepping stones as it comes, you know, like I said, that comes with changing lives, one haircut at a time. And that's definitely about my model that I do live by, you know, and it, no matter if it's a kid or if it's it's uh, a grown man or an elderly person or even a woman, you know, so that as getting a barber shop and stuff, you know, it is in the plans in the future, but you know, I also have to focus more on the foundation you know, about why I want a barber shop. So, I mean, just to make the money is cool and dandy and all that stuff, but to actually change someone's life, man, you know, that's just worth more than money to me, you know, because you never know what that person, or, wow, you know, that I can't, I can't even express so much, you know, on that, you know. It's good to take and, care and, of the family, but, you know. The, yeah, and, and there's definitely a time and a place for everything as, as you build your, your foundation, you, you strengthen your foundation, you're building your brain, you're getting your awareness out, so everything is just going to come the way you know the way god intended so I, I truly do believe that and and um you know perfection can't be rushed <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? So, so that won't. does make it's only sharpened <laughs> so that makes exactly that makes perfect sense so tell us a little bit man this every barber is now putting smp into their toolbox why did you decide to do yep. smp and and kind of tell me about the smp game down there in miami because in miami everybody's got to look fly as possible so i can only imagine it's going to be boosted with popularity oh man it's off the chain right now to be honest uh the guy who i learned it from uh you know he's actually doing this thing i just recently did it this year you know like i said uh you know i burned i burned my world my world to the ground and building up and you know and I thought about what's the best way to go ahead and educate myself and be able to provide another service you know, for somebody else, you know, to uh, make them feel good, you know. I have had many bald people, uh, people with alopecia, cancer survivors, uh, you know, so they they have scars and all kinds of stuff, and they're, they're always self-conscious about it. To be able to go ahead and give somebody uh, you know, an option, another option, too, is, uh, you know, they it's amazing it's amazing and then the SMP down here it's getting really popular to mind you I thought about this four years ago and the class was 2000 now the class is going up to 4500 to five grand year for the the class that's how how much the popularity is on that so it was all about self-improvement self-educating so that's something that I'm really getting big on you know so well, I spent so much time worrying about other things and other people and trying to make others happy about how can I go ahead and elevate myself you know, and make some quantum leaps in the level you're not just for me but for my family so yeah that's what's up brother I mean that's awesome once again people we're joined by Juan Martinez his IG handle is life changing cuts 
there on IG. So make sure to check them out and show them some love for sure. So what have you learned the most about yourself doing this whole evolution of getting out of out of jail and then make making this transition and having wonderful kids? Like, what has been the one thing that 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 you're learning about yourself now? That anything is possible. Anything is possible. I put God first and I put myself. If you're not happy within yourself, how are you going to make the others around you happy? And that's something that's really big and I live by. You know, that my happiness and my, I protect it. I protect it by any means, you know. And I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't cherish or even look into the self-evolution, you know, within myself. You know, I just thought, you know what, barbering, you know, staying behind a chair for 10 hours a day was, that was it. But, you know, I, I know there's much more to life now than, you know, like I put my time in and now I go home and I, I spend time with my kids, man. So that's something that's something really important, really big when it comes down to that. You know, anybody can cut hair, but to actually change someone's life behind the chair. Yeah, that's something totally different. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I really do appreciate that response. In regards to the style in Miami, bro, it seems like <laughs> I remember there was a time where styles lasted for more than like a year now styles are changing like every day so tell us about the flavor of miami what is or what are people getting down there that's unique to what other people are getting in other cities <laughs> well i can't i can't wait till the soup bowl comes back because i've been throwing more soup bowls now than, <laughs> hey, hey I, I love it i ain't gonna lie because what they're doing is they're getting like a number two with a straight bald underneath no no fade no nothing with a little baby design man and you know that's something you know it, it, the styles are crazy you got all different cultures coming out here but you got a lot of people from cuba you know all, all, all central america south america you know it's an international place so it brings a whole bunch of different styles you know so you got to be diverse and also in your catalog of haircuts that you can do and uh one thing i will tell barbers you know, don't be afraid to try something new when it comes down to it you know you know that's something uh you know, like some people are afraid to use scissors. And you know? I, hey, I bring it on. The only haircut I don't know how to do is a mushroom. I'm gonna let you know that now. <laughs> a what? What a mushroom? A What's mushroom. That? It's called a mushroom. It's a. <laughs> it's a typical Hispanic young man haircut, bro. My my cousin had the. It, it, it's a. Uh, you no, know, it's long hair on top, and it looks like a mushroom. It just falls completely like a like a umbrella off of your head, bro. And it's a typical Hispanic kid's haircut, crazy. first haircut, man. My wife told me she was going to have and I said, bro, you you bring my son home with a mushroom, bro. Best believe it. I got them clippers in the car at all times. Just stop playing with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to take it on down. But I love it. I love it, bro. Nah, but there's a lot of fades out here, you know, um, a lot of uh, comb-overs and stuff, a lot of print boy looks and stuff, you know. They got the... Um, the comb over with the with the fade on the sides, a lot of pompadours coming out back in style. A lot of traditional haircuts are coming back. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's gonna make sure you No, it's it's funny how things always leave out of style and end up coming right back to where it was like not even five years. I remember when like we used to rock like the. Uh, like the stonewashed jeans and everyone's like oh that's uh -huh. whack that's whack and not everybody's rocking <laughs> so it's funny how, um <laughs> yeah so so back to like style right like it's funny how haircuts is a big part of like even with runway shows and the way people step out like if you don't you can have on like a two thousand dollar shirt three thousand dollar jeans um if you're not rocking 
Oh no. Like I'm sorry, I'm back. If you're not rocking a, a haircut that's that matches all of the style that you're rocking, like you can have a five thousand dollar outfit, but if that hair's not 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 looking good, right. it's all for nothing. But I have a question for you. Why do people they'll go out and they'll get the Gucci belt, the thousand dollar Prada shoes, but they won't pay for a good haircut. They'll try to like they'll try oh. to like be all like, oh well, you know, like why are you going up in price? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> and you know what, man? I, I had that issue. I actually charged the most in my barber shop. I'm in a barber shop where, well, there's ten barbers. Uh, I'm the, I'm one out of two who speak English. Um, the other six, there's six Cubans in there. They're between the 38 and 50. There's a barber that's been there. For, there's this barber for 60 years. He's an old man, you know. And when it comes down to upping prices and stuff, like people just get grandfathered in. But I know I this is, I've been at the shop I've been at now for a little bit over a year. And uh, no, I, I I refuse. You don't you don't sit there and uh, argue with Walmart. I ain't price matching. No, it's, I, I know what I'm worth, you know, and you, no, for real, that's, well, people are like, oh, I can go ten, go down the street and get a $10 sheep on us. Well, hey, guess what? I charge double to fix that ten extra 10, just so you know. Might as well hey, go ahead and get you a, no, for real. People are like that. People are like that, man. It's all right. You know, I ain't for everybody. I ain't trying to be for everybody. And that's something that I have known. You know, yeah, if you want to appreciate me and what I have, I bring to the table, you know, you can bring me a picture or whatever you want. If I can't do it. I would definitely tell you right there before I even started. I can't do that. Like, I don't do designs because I because uh, one people don't want to pay for uh, for the artistic like like all these people you're doing these uh doing these portraits in people's head. Are you really going? You know, do you think that people are really going to give you two hundred dollars for that? The two or three hours you're there, you're sitting there fading out, putting a Bob Marley in the back of someone's head. Oh, come on, you know, like that's you know that, that, that for me that's that's not where it's at, you know. I'd rather go ahead and, you know, uh, do a flat top or, or whatever they want to go ahead and get done, you know, and no one wants to be sitting in the barbershop for hours either, you know. So by the time you do that one design, I done did four or five haircuts, you know. So it's all about productivity and, and also to quality with me when it comes down to that. So that that's interesting. We were talking about, like, the cuts and the prices and stuff like that. Um, in regards to, like, um you elevating your prices because you're getting more skills, you're getting more experience. Why do you think the OGs or the people that aren't, are they not bringing their prices up because they don't want to better themselves or they're comfortable with where they're at right now? Because that's an interesting thing that we may need to touch on. Well, I have a, well, there's an older man who's uh, right next to me, and uh, he's uh, he's been at the same shop for 22 years. The shop's been open for 25, and, you know, he still stays with it. Even though we elevated uh, uh, elevated the prices, he, he kept his at the same because his clientele was so used to it, and he doesn't, you know, like I feel, I feel that he doesn't want to lose his clientele over $5, you know. So I'm not, uh, you know, I came to that shop. With a different mindset that you know what I'm uh I'm gonna charge what I'm worth and you know it's, I'm not for everybody <laughs> so it, that's something that I have learned. But 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 that's interesting though because like they're they're scared to lose a customer allegedly right because we don't really uh -huh. know until we finish yeah 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 right but 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 in the same breath their their rents going up. Their electricity is going up. Their 
supplies are going up. I remember we just ordered some supplies for the shop, and even supplies is going up. But they rather take on that responsibility of I'm gonna call it subsidizing mm-hmm. their their finances through that. So to me, I think I, I think that's a big problem. I don't know if it's just an old school mentality, but when your bills go up and you're short every month because you're not. Mm-hmm charging for your experience bro it's just it's just like the barbecue game in barbecue you, you should be able to get like a plate for like five dollars now barbecue, i don't know if you went to go eat barbecue lately but those cats they're cooking for 14 hours like 25 and 30 stuff like that so now now you're you're getting taxed but there's a reason behind that love it's the 14 plus hours someone mm-hmm. is on a pit making it for you and so i don't understand why some people rather just they're they're essentially losing money to me right they're, right. they're losing money no, absolutely. To, to subsidize the customer because they they're literally subsidizing that expense so they won't lose a customer um right is is, is is there any mentality that can be changed or do you think there's there's nothing that we we could do about it um you know what i just feel like it's the mentality uh of the, of the barber depends on that you know uh I personally, you know, like if I lose a client, it makes makes room for a better one. <laughs> so about uh, someone who's willing to pay. <laughs> That's you know, I, I, it's all about too the mentality that the person has behind it. You know, uh, like I said, yeah, I, I I have a level of gratitude that you know what anything above zero is a blessing. But I am gonna charge my worth, and if people don't, you know, like if other barbers want to go ahead and charge what they're worth you know that's a hey, that's on them you know but i know that when a client or a customer sits in my chair i'm gonna lay some up and they're gonna tell everybody about it no matter what the price is so and then again i also do a lot of other things that a lot of the barbers in my i do hot towel shaves which is a dying art you know and that's something that i i stand by you know i hot towel shaves beijing all that type of stuff. I do all that stuff, you know. I also diversify my, my my portfolio when it comes down to that. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to do a skin fade every time. Nah, forget that. I can make that same money as a skin fade by shaving somebody. You feel me? So exactly, exactly. Oh, and that's so something that you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Oh no, go ahead. Go you ahead. Got it. No, I was I was gonna say like when it comes to the barber game. You guys are like rock stars now. Like, mm. you have such a big platform. Mm. You guys are recognized to me as a as a legit job. They have new people coming out the game, mm. coming out of school, saying, "I want to be a barber," and that's pretty impressive. That um, that that that's physically hap- happening. Um, but but in the same token, everyone in the there's a lot of people in the barber game now. It's almost like rock stars, right? So. Do you feel the pressure of that to compete against the world in regards to your skills or or do you feel like you're right where you need to be at and your customers are your customers? Do you have the urge to kind of compete on that big stage? Um, to be honest, man, uh, I'm in competition with myself. I'm not uh, mm-hmm. Fulano or Enrique over there, they're doing their thing. You know, I, I, I've learned too. you know, I stay in my lane. I put myself on my cruise control and I swerve when I need to be, you know, and I, I used to care about all that type of stuff. Now I care about providing for my family in a way that the family now is so much more important when it comes down to that, man. And if I'm worried about what, what Fulano's doing over there, then I'm not going to focus and I'm a, my, my quality is going to come down where I'm at. 
Does that make sense? Because I'm, I'm putting because I'm putting energy on what this guy's doing and try to copy what he's doing. That I'm not going to be original, you know. So that's mm, you know, I, that I, I'm all sense. I'm all about, so I'm all about being original and I mind my business. I go home and you know what I, I come, and I'm happy and that's it. I mean I, I, I don't mind it. I, I, a talent your work speaks for yourself, man. You know, even when you're not in competition, your know, people feel like they they're in competition with you because you're that good, or 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 you know you do something better than them, and they're gonna want to learn and, te- and learn from you. So like, I don't think it's competition. I see, you know what? If I do something above average, you know, and the next guy who does it below average, now I'm gonna try to bring them up too, so that way we all can eat. It's not all about just one person, one barber trying to make all the money. To me, it's more as a unit. We all got families, you know, and then, you know, and when all of us are on the same level, or if not better than one another, then, you know, that that shop gets a reputation in the clients, you know, like, hey, you go over to so and so barbershop, you're going to get you a good fade versus, yeah, you can go in there and go ask for, go ask for Jacob, you know, but don't ask for J- Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's still learning, you know, so, you know, so that's, you know, that's. You know, I'm all about bettering everybody around us as a unit. So that's why I do show people, you know, what I what I can do. You know, it, you can't expect to excel by holding on only the information to yourself. The information is meant to be shared, you know, and empowering other yep, people absolutely. to bring everybody in unity. So especially in this barbecue game, you got perfect. so many new so many new people coming into this game, you know, not knowing and assuming. Like this paint game, yo, where they had the little spray paint and stuff like that, man. That's just messing people up, man. They're not learning the actual techniques of how to fade and blend. They're just doing a, a half fade, throwing some some spray on it, and then there they go. When those people take a shower, you know, they're you know they don't have a a, a justified haircut, you know. Uh, you're right, brother, and and that's the thing about just understanding the craft, respecting the craft, and investing in it to where you're consistently doing things like great on the big scale all the time and being able to translate that down to the customer because you already know it's it's good until you wash your hair right it's good to when you lay on on that pillowcase and all you see is like paint oh. <laughs> everywhere <laughs> it's, it's crazy I bro too. Yo, man, yo. I have- yeah Beijing I mean when, when I was in at, at Atlanta Beijing was big, so I, I used to always get to Beijing as well. So that's so that's that's dope as well. So hey, brother, tell people where we, we could find you if we're in Miami and and we want to book a dope cut with, with you down there in uh, in Miami. Where can we find you at? I'm at Dazzle Style Barbershop, uh, one one six no one one eight six five Southwest Twenty Sixth Street. And Dazzle Style has three locations. I'm at location number one. All right, hey, you guys heard it first, and also make sure to check my man out. Go, go ahead and shout your IG out, man, and uh, and and what else services that you provide as well. Um, I'm at Life Changing Cuts uh, Instagram. Um, I provide haircuts, all, all, all styles, hot towel shaves, regular shaves, eyebrows, Beijing, 
um, color. Um, I do many facials. I got the black mask. I do scalp micropigmentation. We need a new front front end, bro. I got you. I the front end. Look me. Hey, man, come see me at my. Hey, you know you can come down to Miami and give me a call. I'll change your life too, man. Dog. No worries. <laughs> I love it, dog. I so, appreciate you, brother. Yo, this this is yo this is Mario with Mr. Juan Martinez at Life Changing Cuts. Barberview TV. We out, everybody. Peace out. Peace out. Have a blessed day, all right?